Beam Babe. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, where we are all about honoring your truth, prioritizing your passions, and unlocking your potential. Let's go. I'm your host, Caitlin, and it's my calling in life to create this community of like-minded, kick-ass women ready to make moves and live a life they are obsessed with. So if you're ready to be everything and more, babe, let's get this party started. Hey, babe, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for tuning in to the Beam Life podcast. I am grateful to share space with you today. You are going to love our guest, Liz. She is full of fire and a fellow podcaster, and I just felt so full after our conversation about all things. We dive deep into tackling fear and having confidence, and she is just the ultimate hype woman that you need right here. The universe brought you to this podcast, so buckle your seatbelts. You're going to love Liz. She's a single woman born and raised in New Orleans, but now living in Dallas, navigating this thing we call life. She's a software analyst by day, building a hospital electronic medical record system and host of the Becoming Her podcast by night, which if you haven't already checked out, it's an incredible podcast that literally makes you feel unstoppable. She's passionate about empowering women to push their overthinking aside and take action towards making their dreams a reality and become the woman they actually envision. She's all about living boldly and more confident as the woman she desires to be in hopes to inspire others to do the same. I hope you have your hearts ready because let's get this party started, babe. Hi, Liz. What's up, girl? Nothing much. How are you? I am great, and I am even better now that I get to see you. This is so much fun now that I get to have you as a guest. Oh, yeah. I am extremely excited. So, B-Babes, you are in for just a special treat. Um, As I mentioned in the pre-part of the show, we met at a um, podcast mastermind that we did, and it was just like this instant, fun, energetic sisterhood connection because we both love empowering women. And she's just so good at what she does and has this way of just like speaking right to you. And I helped um, on a confidence series that she did on her podcast. So got to check it out. Um, but we're going to get into your podcast in just a bit. But before we do, Liz, tell us a little bit about how you became this beautiful woman that you are today. Oh gosh. I <laughs> I became right. I became this woman that I am today through a lot of like ups and downs and reflection and a lot of tears, like the ugly cry and um it, it was definitely a journey. Um one that I definitely don't regret because, you know, it has helped me become the woman that I am today. And I'm very proud of her and I'm proud that I worked through them. Um, But it wasn't easy. You know, I I suffered through a lot of verbal abuse, you know, about my appearance, like about my weight. And it was definitely 
a struggle to get through that and get past it in order to love who I am and then just go from there and just better who I am. Yeah. And you have a podcast and you're passionate about um, kind of, you call yourself a hype woman, which I love because we all need a hype woman. So what does that mean to you to be a hype woman and why give yourself that title and why is it important to you to claim that? So being a hype woman is like that person that's in your corner that helps you escape the BS stories, the BS lies and the negative thoughts that you have and patterns that you probably have adopted that basically no longer serve us. Like she is there to uplift, encourage, and then sometimes give you that tough love that you probably don't want to hear, but that you know you need to hear. (laughs) So she is there to, to do that. And that's important to me because I didn't have that growing up. You know, a lot of people. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, like a lot of people looked at my surface level things and things that my parents have worked hard for and made assumptions. And based off of those assumptions, treated me kind of like in a negative, you know, horrible way, whether they talked behind my back, tried to use me or just tear me down. And so that kind of uplifting of women and the women empowerment, it didn't really exist when I was growing up. And it's like, there is something that happens, like when women are able to just lift up other women and share knowledge and have this positive like circle, we are like unstoppable. Like it's truly a beautiful thing. And so even just with speaking with other women, like, you know, through social media, it's like they needed that extra push. Like they needed that, that person that will kind of believe in them when you know, you sometimes probably don't believe in yourself. And so I was just like, why don't I do it? You know, because I kind of do it already between my friends. I always try and look at the positive side. So I just kind of turned it up a little bit. And it's like, I'll just do it, you know, for whoever is watching, you know? Well, it's contagious. I love it. I (laughs) intentionally visit your page often to feel those good vibes. And it's, it's contagious, you know, like you said, when other women are showing up as themselves and I totally relate to you on the kind of body confidence part of it that you shared where I also, um, I really struggled with my weight and I felt like it was a burden on me because I didn't look like other girls my age and some people were really mean and it's, it's crazy there's some things in childhood, you know, that I don't remember, but I really remember those comments, right. the mean ones. Um, and to some degree, right, I'm sure the same with you, it's helped, you know, shape and mold you into the woman you are now and ways to to know that how you don't ever deserve or want to be treated. Right. And I know with now I'm, I have a daughter and that's what I really instill in her is that you are beautiful and you say you're beautiful, but you're also strong and all these other smart and good qualities because we're so much more than the surface. And so I love that it's instead of, you know, comparing each other or looking at it in a physical realm, you really work on tapping into our inner beauty and our inner strength. And 
I think that's so much more powerful anyways, right? Yes, yes. So I know that, like we've been talking about, you have this really great kind of you can do anything mentality. And I know also from being in the mastermind with you, also being a guest on your podcast, watching you do your thing, um, it's, it's fantastic. But I know that that's probably not always been you know, the case for you. So how did it become this way of being for you that you were like, okay, no matter what's put in front of me, I'm just going to put this belief behind it because that doesn't just like get created out of thin air. That's something you kind of have to really muscle with. So how did that come about for you? Um, I think that I had to adopt that mentality in order to figure out what it is that I wanted to do with my life. Um, I think that when you make this list of things you can't do, or if you come from, like for me, I came from the corporate world. Like my parents are all about corporate, our siblings are corporate. And so I thought that that was like the, the definition of success. And so I would, wouldn't even approach doors that weren't aligned with corporate world. But once you adopt a mentality that, you know, you can do anything, that allowed me to open the doors more often than, mm. you know, the other, the other mentality. You know, with the other mentality, it's almost like society deciding, like, what doors would work for me. But with the you can do anything, it's like, no, let me see what doors I want to walk through. And it's yes. like you had that power to make that decision. So I had to adopt that in order to figure out what I wanted to do and not limit myself and just kind of start from like a growth and abundance mindset instead of a limited mindset. Yes, I love that because it's, it's a good visual too. It's like I can mm. imagine like, right, these room full of doors and it's like the world wants to tell us, okay, you can pick door one or two. And that's it. Those are your paths. Those are your options. And it's like, mm, now I'm going to go to number six. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, yes, I can visualize that. But really, truly, it's about exploring what's going to feel good. And I applaud you for having the courage because a lot of people, even if they know there's other options, are too scared to step forward. And I know that's mm -hmm. where a lot of your focus and a lot of your, um, I call them like life hacks and tips and tricks and just how to have a better, higher quality of life. You share a lot of that on your Becoming Her podcast, um, which listeners, if you have not checked out yet, better get your ass over there right now. It is fire, fire. It's like mm. great. I call it like pre-workout podcast because <laughs> that's what it does. It's the pre-workout you need, okay? That's what it feels like. So um, you share a lot of that on there. So tell me, tell like our listeners a little bit more about the Becoming Her podcast, how that all came to be, and what it's all about, and, and who you serve on there. Yeah, so, well, I will say that even just deciding what you want to do for your life, I mean, it wasn't easy. You know, I had to go back and I had to tell my family, you know, like, listen, the corporate world is not for me. I understand that this is what you all believe and this is how you all were raised, but 
we're in 2021, about to be 2022, which I can't even believe. And there's just so many more doors open. And I think that that kind of goes right into what my podcast is about. It's about those women who are tired of living according to other people's, you know, definition of success or other people's, you know, life stories or sticky notes that they place on you and just ready to live life according to what they want to do. Like there's this quote that I found after I decided on the name, which is so funny, that says, um, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything, but it's about unbecoming who you really aren't, basically. And so, right, it's good. Like, I love a good quote. But it's almost like, so even in my journey of becoming who I wanted to become, I didn't shed or release all those other sticky notes or all those other stories. I just thought, oh, I'll just bring them along and then become who I want to become. And you can't do that. Like, you can't bring old habits and want new results. Like you have to either shift them or make new ones. And so I just think that the podcast is all about that woman who is ready to unbecome those things that she's not, and then step into those things that she wants to be. And my podcast just talks about that journey of me and maybe my friends or other people that I experience. And that's what it's all about. Ah, so good. And I'm so happy you decided to create that space for all of us because it's needed. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we need more voices. We need more experiences. We need more um, empowerment from different angles because we've all had a story that has shaped us to be here. And um, when we see that modeled for us, it's inspiring to know that anything is possible. And so... I love it. So, yes, that is my plug for Becoming Her podcast. Get over there now. Okay? Okay, friends? Um, so recently, like we talked about, you know, we're talking about your podcast, and I was on part one of your episodes for the Confidence series. And confidence is one of my favorite things to talk about. But what I realized when I talk about it with people and, like, you know, you discovered on your series, is that it means different things to different people. So what does it mean to have confidence to you? Um, It basically means just owning who you are, you know, flaws and all, even though it sounds like a Beyonce song, but (laughs) it's everything that basically makes you quote unquote, you know, the weird, the quirky, the dry sense of humor. It's just the whole, I envision it as waking up and saying, here I am world. Like, you know, if confidence was a person, like that is what they would do every single morning saying, take me as I am. This is who I am. And either you're going to take me or you can unsubscribe, you know, but it's almost, and it's also, it has like different levels. So it's like confidence, what it looks like as a teen, as a young adult, Mm. as a mother, as a wife, you know, and it, it changes. And it's all just you owning who you are and how you decide to do life. And like I said, either people accept it or they can unsubscribe and go do whatever they want to do. And that's okay. <laughs> right. And that's okay. Because it ain't okay. going to change me. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I love that. And I know that 
to describe confidence, right? Like when I'm working with my clients or whatever, and we're working on confidence building, it is something that most women start a session with or start with, you know, in a group. It's like, I want more confidence and then start to peel off that layer. Well, what does that mean to you? Because everyone wants more confidence. Do you want more confidence? you know, working out? Do you want more confidence in your career? Do you want more confidence in your relationship or being able to start a business? Like where and what and how do you want that confidence to show up for you? And I think getting very clear on that is so important. And that's why I loved your confidence series. I think it kind of hit, there was like 10 episodes or something, right? Or I think it was like 12. Well, okay. So there was 12 episodes of different women describing confidence. And it's like so powerful to be able to see it from different perspectives because like I said, we'll all find a person that relates to where we're at and hopefully be able to see we can we can create it. I don't it's not something either you have or you don't. We all have right. it. We just have to build the muscle, you know? Right. Um Hey, Bean Babe, I'm sorry to interrupt this super juicy episode. I know you're soaking up every second of it. But before we get back to it, I want to make sure that you're part of the free Beam Life text community. It's super simple. All you have to do is text me BEAM to 323-673-2709. That's it. Just text me the word BEAM to 323-673-2709. After that, I'll be able to send you pump-up texts throughout the week to keep you motivated and truly feel unstoppable. It's also a place where you can send me podcast requests. We can talk back and forth. It's not just a one-way street. And my favorite thing is I get to actually connect with you off of the podcast, off of social media, and it's just me and you being able to uh, hash things out wherever you need support. So I look forward to hearing from you. Text me BEAM, 323-673-2709. Now back to the episode. What I love is that I've heard this so many times, and I'd love to know your thought on it, is that a lot of people think if you're confident, that means you're extroverted. And if you're extroverted and confident, it must mean that nothing is scary and that you can just overcome fear super easily. And I'd love to know your take on that. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Does that mean Um, you're confident? Does it mean you can move through fear easier? Yeah, no. Well, (laughs) like I'm confident and I'm not an extrovert. Like I am a introvert to my core. And so I just think that it has nothing to do with that whole introvert or extrovert thing. But I think that what gets you moving through fear, like the thing that makes fear hard is the fact that we've just never done it before. Like it's it's that unknown. But the only way to know is to actually just take action. And then sometimes we realize like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. But we will yeah. never get there unless we take action. And so I think that that is what helps us become or move through fear better is if we just build up that confidence, put in those reps and build up that muscle and then just keep repeating those things that we're scared to do. And because then yeah. it's just going to make us stronger and make us adapt even more 
to those quote unquote scary things. Yeah. I love what you were going, like started to go on there because I, I love Spartan races. I don't know if you're familiar, like the obstacle races, but yeah, I love watching them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever do it. Oh my gosh. You would love it. It's so fun. It really is. Fun. It looks fun. And I'm just like, different ways. Could I do but that? <laughs> what I love is that Joe Desenia, the founder, he's all about like facing fears and like getting through them and, and manufacturing fears. And it's kind of like what you were just talking about, how um, you have to practice fear and that can be really fucking scary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To practice fear. And um, especially when what you're facing might be very scary, uh, making a big decision, a life pivotal changing decision. So I love where you're like putting in the reps and it's like, well, doing like creating something that might just be like baby fear, but let's get mm-hmm. this baby fear, you know? Right. Um, and I, I do, that's why I do those crazy races sometimes is because I know if I can get through those little moments of fear, that's like practicing reps. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have something that you do that kind of like helps you practice fear ever, fear building? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, every day I try and, like you said, do little baby things that are scary, even if it's something like showing up on social media. You know, my yeah, friends are terrifying. always like, that's not a little thing. Right. <laughs> but my friends will be like, oh, but you show up on stories so well. Why don't you do a live? And I'm like, whoa back up a little bit like it's a little much <laughs> but they're like how can you be afraid of lies but you show up on stories but it's like a different vibe and so Hold I even it. tell other people who are trying to build on social media start with something small you know whether it's you know increase the number of times you post with a picture of you and then go to your stories and then do a live and our IGT like it's just a different vibe, but you have to take those baby steps because it's always going to be scary if you never even try to do it wow. in the first place. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. When is the time in your life, like more recently that you can think of where, or I guess it doesn't have to be super recent, but where you were fearful and it was, it seemed to be like, kind of terrifying to make the move, but you could kind of, you knew that like how it would feel on the other side would be like worth it. Uh, and when it would be worth the breakthrough, do you have anything like that, a story like that you'd like to share? I think my biggest one is when I moved first for my job that was in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, I didn't know anybody. I don't know anyone in South Carolina. Um, Home was like nine hours away if I drive. And I think it was like two flights. I get to stop in Atlanta and then go home to New Orleans. But I just knew that it was where I belonged. Like I had prayed for it. I had wanted for an entire year. And then it happened so fast. I didn't know what I was going to do with my house. I didn't know where I was going to live. Like I knew that area and I had just like, oh, that's close to the job. Let me just pick it. I had no idea what the apartment looked like. I didn't know if I was in a dangerous neighborhood, nothing. I just knew that I had to get there. They gave me a date that I had to get there. And I just went. I just asked my friends, like, listen, help me move and let's go. But I also think that it had to happen like that because if I had too much time to think about it, 
I would have talked myself out of it. I so, was just going to say that. Yeah, definitely. Because even just looking back now, I'm just like, Liz, that was a crazy time. And I can't believe that I did it. <laughs> but it had to happen that way or I would not have taken that job. I always think it's crazy when you look back at things like that in life where you're like, what? I did that? Because when things happen fast, like we make moves, like, right? Because you're not thinking, you just go. And um, I think that some of the biggest moves in my life also came from those moments where it's just like, all right, it's showtime. What the F I'm doing, I'll think about it when I get there. So here we go. But I also think that, like so many things fell into place. Like I found someone to rent my house like right away. I was in a good neighborhood. It was close to work. Like when it is meant to be or when it's aligned, it's like things just fall into place and there's just no worry that yeah. you have. So. So good. I love moving through fear. I think it's really fun to talk about and listening to different ways that that show is up for, for us women because it's, it's cool. It's in different phases of life, experience different things, but I know that career transitions are a big one. Yeah. Um, with all your experience and from the women you've talked to and, you know, just lessons learned as right. I believe lessons are not for us to necessarily dwell on, but to learn and move on from what is like a piece of advice or one thing that if you could just be like, Oh, that's the thing. The one thing uh, for listeners today to like take with them, little nugget, a Liz nugget. My Liz nugget. Um, I would say it's kind of like a two part. Um, do it before you're ready. And mm. then as you're doing it before you're ready, adopt the mentality that life is happening for you and not to Ooh. you. Yeah. I think that those two hand in hand, like you can get through anything, right? Because, I mean, if you constantly chase ready, it's you're not going to go anywhere. You're just going to run out of breath and do some heavy breathing. Yeah. But when you adopt the mentality that life is happening for you and not to you, when that yo-yo of life and your emotions and the obstacles and the good, bad, and the ugly happen, it's like you'll adopt it as a lesson learned instead of just yeah. wanting to quit and throw in the towel, And I think that once we adopt that way of thinking, we are able to keep going and move through fear more often than just giving up. And if we don't have that kind of mentality. So that's probably the piece that I would leave with people. (laughs) So good. Yes. I knew Liz Nuggets were going to be great. Um, I felt it. I felt it. Yeah. I, I totally... Um, and right there with you that, you know, this past year has been so challenging and really yes. made us all think outside of the box and what's next and all that stuff and why me and all of these things. And I think with that simple mindset shift of, you know what, this is all for me. This is part of the greater plan I mm-hmm. don't know why yet like I don't have that answer but this is how it's supposed to be for me 
Right. And it's just like, it all of a sudden makes you feel like, ah. Right. Yes. Like, I'm going to be okay. Yes. Um, Once you start to think that situations have some type of lesson, even if you're just thriving and killing it, there is a lesson to be learned. And I think that once you adopt that, you don't feel so much anxiety. It's like, okay, let me take a a deep breath and see what lesson there is in this. And it just really alleviates a lot of anxiety for you. I think it totally comes along with success too, because I think there can be guilt with success. Yes. You know, there can be judgment with success. There can be all kinds of things. So it's like being able to not feel bad about your success and your growth and you have to leave certain relationships behind because they refuse to grow with you. Right. Those are big things where you have to say, well, okay, this is my path. This is for me. It's okay. Um, And the funny thing is that you probably wouldn't have let them go. And that's the whole thing about the whole life is happening for you. You probably would not have let them go or you probably wouldn't have gone the other direction if this so-called incident didn't happen for you, you probably would have tried to hold yeah. on to them and they probably would have brought you down, you, would have, you know, throwing the towel. But because yeah. of this one thing, are you being successful or something like that? It kind of, they like self-eliminate themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delete. Right. Unsubscribe. Goodbye. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm very much using that in the future. It's freaking awesome. Um, so what is next for you? Because I know you probably have dreams and visions and all kinds of stuff, but what, what, where are you going? Well, first in like the immediate future, I'm going to, um, drop some merch for my brand. I'm so excited. I am. I'm going to be buying some. (laughs) In November, the year that, um, or when my podcast makes one year, I plan to open up shop. So that's in the anniversary. I love it. Yes. I've been uh, sharing that and excited about that. But also I think that I want to move into speaking engagements and being kind of like a a keynote speaker. Don't, I have no idea how or in what capacity, but I know. Right. But I know that I'm going to move toward that direction and see where it takes me and move with fear and move with excitement and do the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know that plan end of 2022 to come out to LA. We're going to do, I just did the show up summit in Louisville and we decided we're going to do one on the West coast. So Yeah, I saw you do that. I was so excited for you. I was was all up in your stories. I was stalking you. So much fun, but we want to bring it out to the West Coast. So come on. Yes, I would love to do it. So yeah, you know what? We're we're planning, vision planning right here. Yes, live. (laughs) Live. So tell everyone where they can find you on social and then be becoming her podcast. Yeah, so I'm mostly on Instagram. It is Elizabeth underscore underscore dot E because there's a lot of Elizabeth E's out there. <laughs> um, but uh, that's where you can find me. Definitely a lot in my stories. And the Becoming Her podcast is on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts. 
and I'll share all of that too in the show notes for listeners. But um, I am so grateful for your time today. But before we end, it's my favorite part, which is the Beam Fave Lightning Round. Um, series of 11 questions that I always like to ask my listeners and it's a way for us to kind of get to know you, share some laughs and end the podcast on a good note. So okay. are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, first question, a beam babe is? Magnetic. Ooh, good word. Mm, I like Favorite that song that always makes you dance. Um, well, I'm a '90s baby, or well, '90s R&B lover. Not a baby. I'm an '80s baby, but I love <laughs> '90s R&B. But if I had to choose one song, I would choose "Formation" by Beyonce. Like it has a good beat and then like a good message in there. So I'm all for it. Ah, literally one of my babes. Yes. What are you currently reading, if anything? I am starting to read um, "Make Some Noise" by Andrea Owen. Like literally okay. just bought it today and I'm going to get into it probably tonight. Awesome. I love it. A bean babe that inspires you. I am obsessed with Judy Holler. Like, I don't know what it is about that woman, but I am <laughs> obsessed with her. And probably if I meet her, I don't know what, I'll probably cry or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, love I love her. I love people like that. I love people <laughs> yeah. like that where like, I don't know why you consume my soul, but you do. Yes. Um, she consumes all my soul. Yes. <laughs> last thing that made you feel grateful. Um, so this is probably going to sound funny, but paying my healthcare bills. Mm. yeah this happened the other day where um recently I just had some like weird health issues and so now all the bills are starting to roll in yeah and like making appointments to keep digging on what the issue is and then that has a cost but I took a moment I was just like you know what I'm very grateful that I'm able to even just pay for this stuff because maybe a couple years back I probably wouldn't be in the same situation so yeah that definitely yeah for sure when are you most inspired? Right before I go to bed, <laughs> which is the worst thing ever. But without fail, an idea comes to me as I'm about to close my eyes and then I can't yeah, sleep. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> what always makes you laugh? Um, dog TikTok videos. Those are hilarious. I love I those have to things. Get on TikTok because. Nine out of 10 of these answers, whenever I say what makes you laugh, it's something on TikTok. TikTok is hilarious, but you need, you need time. You need a timer. You got to set a time or you will spend all day looking. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Favorite meal or food? Uh, Pizza. Pizza Hut pizza. Love it. If you could raid anyone's closet, who would it be? Chloe Kardashian. Okay. Or probably any of the Kardashians, but probably Chloe because she's my favorite. <laughs> Lots of great clothing options. Yes. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Also the Kardashians? I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, cups. I have, like, it's almost embarrassing how many cups and mugs I have, but I can't stop. <laughs> I well, have to buy them. Our story. I also love cups. 
And it was a thing in my last marriage, probably why I needed to end it because he told me every time I bought a cup, I had to get rid of one. And I was like, maybe I just get rid of you and I'll just keep the cup. (laughs) That sounds great. I hope my husband never says that. Like we need a whole wall so I can put all my cups and then buy more. What it is about them, but I freaking also love cups. Yes. I don't know what it is either. You can't just drink water out of a plain glass. You need a cup, girl. You need a cup for your body. Oh, Oh, I'm definitely going to have a cup. Most definitely. Several cups. (laughs) (laughs) One for every kind of drink. And lastly, what makes you Liz Bean? Um, Time spent with friends. Just a good, true, genuine, good time. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I am so grateful for this time with you, my new girlfriend. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for inspiring and just always beaming. Thank you so much for having me. I had a really good time. Bye, girl. Bye. You are the best, Bean Babe. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another Beam Babe or post it on social and tag me at The Beam Life so I can tell you thank you for helping me share the mission. You can also send me a text. Yes, a real text to 323-673-2709 where we can connect outside of the podcast. You can either chat with me one-on-one or just receive the weekly text I send to beam you up throughout your week. Anyways, it's been fun as always, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time, keep beaming, babe.